And we're back behind the desk. Listeners, I would like to apologize in advance. For the snacking that you're doing? For this podcast. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Luca's irritated, Mal. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop taking your anger out on me. We're back behind the desk. That's Mel. And you're Luke. Yeah. Um, For now, (laughs) until she obliterates me. This is behind <laughs> the desk. We're back. Mel's been gone. Now Where we you can been? afford craft services. <laughs> we can. We have M&Ms and chips and beer. We've always had the alcohol because we need it. Um, where have you been, Mel? I have been in the South, in Tennessee. In Texas? No, not Texas. Oh. In Tennessee. I've been in Tennessee for five weeks. Oh, you've been in Atlanta because there's peaches there. No, I was in Jane's and the Giant Peach in Clarksville, Tennessee. Got it. You were in William and the Ginormous Apple. (laughs) That is its formal name. Uh Uh-huh. I was in it. I did it. I performed 38 times in My God, how long long is the show? It is 70 minutes long. Mm. 75. How many shows a day were you doing? Um, Sometimes one, sometimes two, sometimes three. Sounds like an afternoon. (laughs) 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 Um, That's fun. Mm -hmm. It was a time of my life. Yeah? Did you like Tennessee? You know, Mel, as we know, is Canadian. She uh, doesn't experience the country of the, you know, U.S. a whole lot. You know, rural county, as we'd say. I loved it. Did you? You you liked it? Yeah, I did. I like small towns. Um, I like the feeling. Um, Um... I like the feeling of small towns and getting to know people and being Why? recognized as a famous oh. celebrity. People would recognize you around town? <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, I hey. I actually went to Olive Garden. Yeah? Um, just like after the show one day with my mm-hmm. friend, Emily, and mm-hmm. uh, this little girl was sitting at the next table and she went, that's Sponge! And she came up and took a picture with me while she I played was halfway Sponge, through yeah. my salad. Which That's was amazing. Such a wonderful time. Um, and she was like, "Excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt your dinner, but I want a picture with you." And That's I was amazing. Like, I'm a celeb. And also, you told me some of the little peoples down there in Tennessee, even like kid. I don't know why they're kids that are listening to us, but listen <laughs> to the podcast. So hi, like young adults. Hi, <laughs> right, young adults. That's fine. I mean, that's acceptable. I cuss too much on this for this to be uh, acceptable for children. Yeah. Um, but hey, you hey. should tell them like that we're talking about them. We are talking about them. Um, because you don't have to listen to this podcast in order. There's no story arc here. Not at all. Just our lives that are constantly in chaos, you know? Um, so yeah, so you enjoyed it. You did James and the Giant Whale. And, um... James and the Giant Whale, that is what I did. Um, I loved it, but, um... Um... We are talking today about non-union contracts. Mm-hmm. Especially since Mel know, just came off of you one. You know nothing about I do. I, I did non-union contracts. It's just not been... It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, no, I think it's... I mean, there's a lot to be said for non-union versus union, which we have had a discussion of many times. Mm-hmm. Um, recently brought to light in my life in the life of a few close friends have been how outrageous um, the contracts can be for people who are doing really yeah. good work. 
Yeah, and I think it's... It, I, I mean, it's not like some revelation that we're having, like, necessarily just now that, like, non-union contracts are, like, so shitty. I think it's that we just had a lot of friends, like, and including Mo, who just had a lot of offers recently that, yeah. are, that are, like, obscene, though. Because I've had other friends in the past couple of years... It's different when you're going to do, like, a summer stock... And uh, they say, hey, we're not going to pay for your traveling. You're all living in a big house, though. And you're making like 300 350 a week. And mm-hmm. you're going to do like eight shows. And it's like kind of a hell summer, but also like an amazing summer. That's kind of the stuff I've been like used to hearing. Or I'm just, you know, uh, non-union contracts that are at least at least 300 350 400 like somewhere in that range. That seems pretty normal for a regional yeah. type thing, especially going into these summer stocks. It should be at least that. But these literally, I mean, between you and multiple other friends hearing 100 150 a week. 200 I don't even know like what your travel stipend, if you have that is, like what the With, housing like, the option looked like. To make money serving. Mm-hmm. No, or, fuck I mean, that. hopefully making money doing odd jobs or whatever. The town allows you to do on top of doing your shows which no doubt like you're it's you don't know how those directors choreographers mds are going to be mm-hmm. who are also relying on their theater to make it and their portfolios yeah, portfolios and, I mean, and working you to the grind while really you hard. do other jobs i think it comes um one of my friends made a really good point was i wasn't paying rent while i was away but if i was yeah. that's like a huge chunk of your money oh yeah being taken and if you find a subletter great right um but, you know, you still got to make up rent whenever you come back. You've lost, like, that amount of money. Blah, 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 blah. There's, like, a multitude of things that are happening. Um, Keep talking. And also, like, non-union contracts. Um, I think they're really wonderful in a lot of ways. You get to work, um, you know, different parts of production. Um, which you don't always get to work. Sorry, I was fussing with the radiator because it was sissing. Anyway, um, yes, no, that's a, a benefit, sure. <laughs> it can be. I mean, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, I mean, I am, you know that. I'm interest, interest, er, interested in uh, production and, like, that kind of side of things. I enjoy it, so I don't mind doing that sort of thing, but I know that some people do and would rather just focus on the acting and the doing versus, like, and I mean, it's not like they ask you every day to do crazy mm-hmm. amounts of things. It's just, you know, at the beginning of the contract, can you help out with, like, scene, scenery, or help out with that kind of thing? And then at the end of the contract, you work with strike. Because mm-hmm. there's not always, like, full production staffs yeah. um, to help out. Yeah, but, you know, in somebody like you, I think this is... You, in my personal opinion, are so far above that, and you should be equity, and, you know, you, there's, you know, that's a whole other conversation, but, you know, at what point in your life are you okay with going, all right, I'm going to take this non-union contract in nowhere, Tennessee, it's going to be, like, something, this is not, obviously, like, what you made, but it's, I'm just using this as, like, a metaphor, as, like, something like $200, and they're going to be like, by the way, you also have to do a shit ton of other tech work, like, when, it, when do you, like, at what point in your career, like, do you decide, Okay, this I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take the hip, put my stuff in a storage locker. Like I don't have any things tying me down as a like an apartment. Well, I'm I just think- gonna like do the gig for the you know credit. Um, and then at what point like where you're at, where I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like you are past that point where it's like you shouldn't be making chump change. You shouldn't be doing a shit ton of extra jobs. 
you should be further along. And I know there's tiers to non-equity work, but some of it, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with I this, but it, it seems ridiculous. I think it goes back to like how much experience you have. <clears throat> I mean, I only entered this field professionally in 2016. Mm-hmm. It's the beginning of 2018. So for me, it's paying my dues, and I'm I'm happy to do it. Yeah, I'm happy to be traveling and moving and grooving. Um, I mean, I think it goes back to our enough is enough kind of conversation that we had. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I don't have a family tying me anywhere. I don't have like children. I I think for me, that's when it would be too much unless you. Yeah. But you had people on that contract that were much older than you. You were the youngest one. Yeah. One of yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just, like, where your path takes you. Like, if, if if you still get excited about contracts like that, knowing what you're getting into, like, then sure, do it. But and also, it's I'm, like, if that's your... If, if that is it. If that is... That's where you're going. Yeah, if that's the end of the road for you. If that's And recognizing like, that that's it. You are plateauing, then that's where you're plateauing. And that's but somebody you're who's your age, that is not your plateau. That is far from it, you know? And I... How much longer do you think you, Mel, will keep doing stuff like this? If I'm, like, 30 and doing that contract only, like, specifically yeah. that. Um, like, if you're not end. EMC and you're not, like, getting any kind of... Yeah, yeah, and, like, the end, like, that's the biggest contract, that's when I would be like, what else can Yeah, I'd pull do? the plug. I'd be <laughs> um, like, yeah, I mean, and plus I would just be like... Well, the acting thing's not clearly, like, panning out the way I want it to, so I'm going to figure out some other way to be involved in the industry that I love and go a different route um, or completely diverge. But, you know, yeah, I would agree. I'd be like, fuck this. Can't do it anymore. Yeah, and I think it it also, at the end of the day, is, like, when you feel you've paid your dues. I think we all have those moments. Like, if I'm 34 or 5, 35, and I was like, I've paid my dues, like... It, it's done. Yeah. Like, I don't... I haven't put in the... I've put in the work. I've put in a lot of the work. And yeah. it's, it's over. Yeah. Like, that's when I would call it. But for me, it's like... It, it's still a building block. And I still believe there should be building blocks. Yes. Um, for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finding where I fit and what I do. And, I, and I'm... You know, it, it was so... The contract was so great because I got to wake up every day and focus on what I love to do. Yeah. And it was enough yeah. to keep me happy and sane and stable and yeah if one other thing was different maybe it would have been atrocious but it it was perfect for me i have uh observation but also just thing i'm noticing about um talking about paying your dues um I don't know, like, necessarily how much more, I mean, other than the fact that, like, you were more, you know, Mm opera-centered, obviously, than I was. I did musical theater in high school. I actually did some, like, as a kid, um, did it in college, did some in the community outside, and then I branched out to, like, reaching that regional level, still did several equity shows without myself having an equity contract, and then got to equity, but it's still, like, my, my trajectory... Uh, which is very different from yours because I never was in the opera world and I'm also just from America, uh, as we know, um, is no different than uh, the bulk majority of people that are trying to do 
this career. So many people like did a few things as a kid or have like started since they were a kid, the dance, music, instruments, yeah. whatever, did the thing in high school, did the thing in college and are struggling in different ways. Um, well, I also think, I mean, it goes back to the conversation we were having um, a couple nights ago with other friends of ours, which was just like, it's again, it goes back to when is enough is enough. And, and like, yeah. if, if you're, you're 20, you're mid twenties and, and you're receiving accolades and encouragement and motivation from people mm-hmm. you trust and love, that gives you a big boost. But if you're, yeah. if you're later in your career and those same people are the only people that keep saying those things, yeah. that's when I would have to start to reconsider. Okay. Um, you know, and it's people you love and you trust and you have always supported you. If they're saying the exact same things mm-hmm. eight, ten years from now, that's when I would be like, what is, <clears throat> what is my life? I hear you. Um, I want to, like, but delve. But when you see, when you hear it, beginning of career, mm-hmm. it's a whole, it's a whole different way of receiving that. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Um, And it makes you... <clears throat> want it more versus like when it just sounds like a broken record um for our like younger audience that we're like talking about um what's your gripe with non-act these non-act contracts like i want to hear um just having been like more recently around that like what what do you expect what do you what what did you hate what did you love what what, what's what's the dish in and you know i'm not like a stickler for equity rules <laughs> but it's just like uh, in an equity contract you're usually surrounded by people who have been in the equity so they've been around a block yeah um and sometimes when you're in non-union houses you're not around people who have been in those professional settings before mm-hmm. and if you're a person who needs certain things before going on a stage or you need like your certain warm up or whatever have you, mm-hmm. when you're in a non union house, it kind of feels like you've no right to demand that. Yeah, and that you seem like a brat for like asking for yeah, things that are have, very normal, <laughs> like human yeah. rules. And if you have, like in a non union house, you have no right to demand, or you have no right to say, that's not my job. Mm. So, like, when a prop goes missing, it's everyone's job. Because there's no, like, set, this is a prop master. Yeah. And this falls under that. Or, like, when, um, you know, a note is said. And, I mean, I I don't even know if it's a non-union versus union thing. Like, I think it must be, no, like, it is. an actor that, thing. No, no, that no, no, was, no. That, no, that I, I was, was literally just thinking point. about how, just side note, about how the moment I win equity, every single contract I've had since then... I've finally gotten to do the thing that we all just want to do, which is, like, I show up and do my job, which is to do the damn show and to focus on me and nothing else. And nothing else is expected of me either. Yeah, if something like that happened, they'd be like, no, 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 you need to go, like, focus on, like, your stuff. That is your and job. I, That's what we're paying you to be here to do. the biggest difference in that I, I, I've seen or I've heard from friends is just, like, in non-union houses, there is still the expectation even if you're a professional, that you're not fully professional. Yeah. There is still room yeah. for growth. There is still room for learning. And on one hand, well, that is beautiful for young actors. Mm-hmm. 
And, like, that's why a lot of people say stay out of the union while you're young. Mm-hmm. It can be so double-edged sword. Oh, like, yeah. if you're in a beautiful learning educational environment and you stay non-union, you go to regional house and it's the same kind of environment, you can go back into old, terrible college habits yeah. of, like, everyone needs to be friends in the cast or, like, you yeah, know, and you I always don't, need I to don't do. don't feel that way at all anymore. I'm there to do a fucking job and that's right. it. Right, and I just think the line gets blurred versus, like, um, like good time versus job when yeah. you're not in a union that so it, specifies what the job is. Right. And in some ways it can be so wonderful. And it's so, can, oh, it's so awesome. Like it's yeah, what we want to do, feel, but it's so different. But you know, and, and I'm not saying like cast can't be friends or you can't form beautiful bonds with people, but just like it, I feel in a non-union world, there's more pressure to be nice and like, Make a yeah, more, the professionalism looks very different. Make a more like comradery experience versus like a professional. This person comes in and does their job. This person comes in and does their job versus like we're a family. Okay, we're so a team. I- I- if it stayed non-ec, like if even if you're still it's a non-ec show, non-ec contract, all that jazz, and everybody still came in, they have their job to do, and they're treated as such. Uh, the difference is, you know, that's pay isn't necessarily the same health pension all that jazz um as like having equity and being a part of the union do you think that would benefit everybody or do you think that educational aspect of like doing these extra jobs and like do you think that's something that's still needed or do you think that's solely based for like literally just for college you know i think it's needed but i think there has to become a time (coughs) when you as an actor needs need to take it into your own hands Mm. like and stop i feel like equity with or without knowing so raises the bar a little bit. Like, so yeah. you walk in and you're expected to know your role and you're expected to bring ideas to the table versus, you know, sometimes in non-union houses, no matter what time, however they set it up, it's like, well, we can explore together. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think it's a great point to hit on that, like, and you did this. I mean, you really, I mean, especially you were already fucking around with Sponge before you ever, like, left. I mean, I know you're going to take it and you're going to own well, it and I, make I'm it your own like thing. I'm like well, I'm a, you know, type A person. Now. <laughs> like, I'm just, no, but like, I feel I, like I, I stress I, if out. you want to get further, though, like in the non-ec world and, and work again at those companies, I, I'm not saying like don't make friends or don't socialize or don't have fun. But I think, yeah, you have to you have to high, uh, keep yourself to a high standard as well. It's, it's like, you know, they say if you ask for pennies, you're going to get pennies. If you ask for dollars, you're going to get dollars. So hold yourself to the higher standard. Right, and I think Even if like, it makes you the unpopular person in the cast, because unfortunately you're <laughs> probably going to get a job the again. The non... Fortunately. Union, like... And I mean, maybe it's just like my crazy experiences. Um, but it's like... It's hard to separate stage versus on stage versus on off stage. Yeah. Like um my on stage persona whoever I'm playing is very different than an off stage persona because yeah. that's how I feel I work best. Like I'm a very well you know <laughs> my my friend yeah. I'm a very open fun energetic person but before I perform I need to go through my own process. Yeah, oh and, same. Yeah, too. And it's like very interesting to see that kind of melting pot of different experiences mm-hmm. come out in a non-union world. Yeah. Um, because not everyone got the same training, not that everyone should, but it's like, 
like I said, the line between job and life is very different um, when you're not being like. And there's also the sense of like, it's only, it's this show. Right. All right. Well, getting bring it full circle here on our uh, <laughs> down full circle on our downtrodden episode about non-at contracts. Um, no, not downtrodden. Uh, Excellent we were, building blocks. Yeah, we put a lot of good foundation in that. Excellent um, building blocks. That no, is I not agree. what I said. I said <laughs> excellent building blocks. No, 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 no. Like I know, I know, I know. I'm just... And if I'm, you stay non-union for your whole life and you get paid, way to go. And you love it. I say do it. But, um, I, I don't, what was I like, trying to get at? It's just know. like these non-union contracts. I... Somebody, uh, one of our really good friends that got offered a very several contracts um this past season uh just because he's a strong uh a a pretty good strong singer pretty good strong dancer he can act he can do all the things he got offered many things and many of them just were so not worth his time i think don't sell yourself short with some of these bullshit offers that come out uh know your value know your place in your career and uh just don't be okay to say no yeah i was gonna say don't be afraid to say no does not mean you have to take whatever is given to you like you're the bottom of a pile. Right. Non-union does not mean <laughs> non-talented. Right. Even even at you know even like at an equity level, I know I'm I'm not making bank on like any of my contracts necessarily. I'm making okay money, but like you still have to look at it even if it's non-ec as a job and say, okay, if I was working at some other store, am I okay with making two hundred dollars a week? For a job that I'm spending 80 hours a week doing. Um, so just, yeah, don't be afraid to say no. Know who you are, know where you're at in your career, and also don't be afraid to lean on friends. And don't take something or be afraid to ask for more uh, because you're feeling self-conscious about the offer. Transparency is an important thing, and we should all lean on each other uh, you know, in those moments and say, hey, do you think this is a good idea? And I really think it goes down to, I mean, we can talk about this. But it just is like respect for your fellow actor. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Yeah. Union, non-union, theme parks, corporate dance, actor, singer, whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> I don't Circus clown, whatever figure you skater, are, you don't know people's twister. process. You don't know where they've come from. You right. don't know what they've been through to get to that contract. Exactly. Or, you know, if it's their first contract, if it's their 50th contract, just respect everyone's process and way of being. Unless it's like physically endangering you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just, just yeah. accept everything you have with gratitude and an open heart, and and don't just be yourselves. Don't yeah. think you have to be an equity actor or a professional actor yeah. or like just do your process and your thing and be your human. And it, I swear it will work so much better than trying to be this or trying to be that. Hell yeah. As we talk to ourselves, too. Um, dope. We're going to wrap this up. Um, we're back behind the desk. We're together we're in the same in city, the same which city. is so dope. Um, we hit a milestone of 500 downloads. That was, like, super awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, if you uh, take five seconds, if you're listening, to pull out your phone, hit five stars on iTunes if you want to rate us that much and write us a review. That is the way that other people discover us, which is happening more and more. Uh, people are discovering us in random states around the country. Um, because it's popping up on their recommended Stacey, list. You haven't even been. Um, yeah, but we're gonna have a special guest on the 
uh, podcast next week. Uh, hang in there with the uh, last bit of the audition season. Push through. You got this. It's it's April. We got this. Um, LukewarmMelon at gmail.com and also LukewarmMelon at, you know, uh, what is it? Instagram. Oh, my God. I was about to say podcast. Anyway, um, that's it. Behind the desk. I'm Luke. I know. Get out of here. Sweet.